his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 Yeah, I mean, I really appreciate the leadership that we have in this organization uh, from top to bottom. Everybody was there for each other. Um, you know, we were there for DeMar. Um, I mean, our spirits have been high ever since, uh, you know, Thursday morning, you know, when we got the news. So just wanted to come out and, and play free, play loose, play play for him. And uh, that first, obviously the first kickoff, and you couldn't have scripted any better, man. Like, it was, it was pretty... That, that one was pretty emotional, um, just the way it happened. Uh, obviously, there's some things that we want back in this game, some things that we can learn from. Uh, at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's playoffs now. It's one-week seasons. Um, I believe we've got the Dolphins next week, a team that knows us well. Um, so we've got to put our, put our work in this, this week and, and get ready for next week. There was, some, there was some speculation among a lot of us, I think, that there might be something done before the game. Uh, not, not that I knew of. Um, yeah, I mean, we we wanted to be announced as a, as a team together, and obviously we did uh, our breakdown there, our free game in the middle. Um, but now I never heard anything about that. So what was you thinking on the kickoff? You're getting ready to go out on the field, and as you're watching him run down for the touchdown, what was? I mean, I know you said it was something, but what was that really like for you? You know what, the truth, it was spiritual. It really was. Um, bone chilling, like, it was, it, was, it was special. Josh, did you guys ever feel comfortable out there today, or do you think you're still feeling a little hesitant, maybe, after what happened last week? No, I think, I think we, we felt comfortable. Our guys uh, ran the ball hard, um, got some guys open. Um, obviously missed, missed a few throws, too. Um, but, again, we're just trying, to, just trying to get in the groove of things, and it don't matter – you know how we win now. It's if we win. Uh, the the main goal from here on out is score more points than they do, no matter no matter what it takes. How much did that first play help? No, uh, it, it was very helpful. Very helpful. Josh, where do you rank that opening kickoff in terms of football memories? I can't remember a play that touched me like that. I don't think in my life. So it's it's probably number one. What about the second one? It, it it was it was just spiritual, and I just I was going around and I just I mean I was going around my team and saying God's real. Like you can't you can't draw that one up, write that one up any better. Um, 
And I, I was just told by Kevin Kearns it's been three years and three months. <sighs> Since the last kickoff return. So, it's pretty cool. Yeah, we uh, he just we just broke it down. Um, he's FaceTiming with us. He broke us down actually. His, his voice, so that was cool too. He got the game ball um, as well as our trainers and our training staff. So uh, it's a, it a good feeling in there right now, no doubt. Did, did the Patriots come up to you and say, "Hey, we feel for you" or anything like that? Yeah, Slater. He, you know, that's a guy that's been in the league for a long time. Uh, McCordy too. Um, you know, they they both came up and said something to me. So. I really appreciate those guys for that. I don't know if you were able to take this in, but it's not common to see a stadium pretty much full before the national anthem in the regular season game. Were you able to take that in and to realize how much the fans were with you guys? Yeah, it's, it's Bill's Mafia. That's uh, it's the love of Western New York, uh, and the people here, and um, we really appreciate the support that they showed, not only us, but DeMar, um, as well as the entire world with DeMar. So uh, it was... Josh, was there was there a greater difficulty getting ready to go out on field and play because of the situation? I know you said that you, know, you had gotten great news, so you felt better, but this was different than any game you'd probably taken the field for. Was it a little bit difficult to get your emotions in check? Well, I think a little bit. Um, again, sitting there, national anthem. I know some guys had some tears rolling down, and just a lot of just a feeling of uncertainty of you know what it was going to feel like to go back out there, but, you know, uh, Naheem kind of put that to rest in, in our special teams, um, helped out a lot with that. So, uh, you know, I think it was a pretty good complimentary football game. I know we, had, uh, we threw three touchdowns and had three interceptions as well. Um, it's crazy. Josh, when you said it was spiritual, do you think God was talking to you guys? I think he was talking to the world. You know, the, the, the whole way... I think the nation came together and supported Demar, and um, you know we've we've had a lot of talks that maybe we wouldn't have had without something like this happening. Um, so I think it's it's been pretty eye opening for a lot of people. Josh, when you're pointing downfield when you know you threw it to John, was that kind of an ad lib there? Yeah, yeah. Um, safety kind of went with uh, Isaiah and. I just kind of saw no one back there and pointed to him, and uh, obviously having the rapport that I have with Smoke. He saw it and made an unbelievable catch, unbelievable. So that was a, that was a pretty good feeling. Obviously, bringing Smoke back, and I know he's been uh, inactive the last few weeks, but getting his shot and making a huge play for us at a really pivotal point of the game, um, you know, we definitely needed that. And you know, I kind of just chopped that down to who he is, his drive. Um, obviously, being a smart vet and um, you know, coming back and wanting to be here. Josh, after they scored, they made it twenty-eight, twenty-three. That was the Diggs touchdown. Just. At that point in the game, but it just happened. How big was that play? It was, it was huge. Um, I believe it was third down, right? And it was after a penalty. Um, and he got called back 15 yards. So, again, behind the chains there, but, you know, just giving, giving 14 a chance one-on-one. -on -one, and that's something maybe I've gotten away from a little bit too much. And uh, the Nick, Dinkin and Duncan's great, but sometimes you got to let your, your dogs be dogs. Josh, the last couple of weeks we talked a lot of stuff on days and trying to Yeah. Um, again, we want to we want to throw it to fourteen, and teams do a really good job of uh, taking that away. You know, whether they're doubling with another safety, if they're clouding to them. 
Um, but at the end of the day, like they can't do it every single play. So we got to decide for the plays where they aren't and give him his opportunities. Josh, it's like so your first touchdown with Dawson Knox. How important was it for you to have patience right there? Yeah, it was big. I mean, they, they dropped eight. Um, they, they doubled Steph, and I believe they doubled Gabe. You know, we call that bracket. Um, and Dawson did a good job of recognizing that. He was running across the middle. I felt like I had time, just kind of extended a little bit, and he came back and, and made a heck of a catch. And, uh, yeah, those are the ones we you don't really practice too often. You know, it's just kind of an ad-lib deal, and um, glad that he saw it. Wait, now, last one. What, did he, uh, what did he say? He said, love y'all boys, bills on me. Or bills on three, bills on me. One, two, three, bills. So, sweet. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Tremaine, um, how big of a win was this today? Yeah, <clears throat> it was definitely big. Um, you know, it was a tough week for all of us, man. And, you know, to go through what we went through, um, not just us, I don't want to put the focus on us, man, but for DeMar to go through what he went through, man, it's, it, it touched a lot of our hearts. And, um, I mean, it was definitely an emotional week for all of us, man. And, you know, he gave us strength throughout the week, just constant, you know, positive updates. And um, just knowing that he's doing better, man. And, you know, I can't lie, that FaceTime call we had with him earlier this week, man, put a lot of our hearts, you know, kind of at ease a little bit, man, just knowing that he's doing better, knowing that he's going to be fine. Um, still a long journey for him, man, but, I mean, it touched a lot of our hearts because, uh, you know, obviously that was a that was a scary moment for a lot of us, and I'm just glad that, you know, the Lord was on his side. Sure. And, uh, I mean, all thanks to the man above, man, because, you know, he got him through this. And, um, you know, I'm extremely happy for him, extremely happy to see, you know, how he – you know, continues to progress through this thing, man. And, you know, I know he's happy. I can't wait to talk to him, man. And this one was for sure for three. Tremaine, is there a symbolism getting three interceptions on defense for number three today? What about man, that? Man, that's, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. But that's how the, the man above works. Facts. And, uh, I mean, we, like I said, man, we put all our trust in the man above. And, you know, none of this would be possible. None of this would, none of this would be possible if it wasn't for him. And, uh, you know, I just thank him. And uh, it's a coincidence how something like that happens, man. And, you know, that's all his work. But, you know, hopefully DeMar is smiling. Hopefully DeMar is happy. Hopefully he's doing he's doing better. And uh, this one's definitely for Deion. Terry, can you take us from the – everybody was scared on Monday mm -hmm. to today where you get to celebrate his recovery, all the fans here, the atmosphere, how in a short period of time how things changed and how it felt to take the field with, with everything <clears throat> for DeMar today. I mean, mainly it's just the fact that – we, we found out he's he's okay and he's doing better. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the main focus. Like like Tremaine Tremaine said, I mean, glory to God, you know what I'm saying? So it's just we're just thankful to have him and him we uh Dane talked to him on FaceTime after after the win and and he's smiling, happy, moving, talking. So it's just it's just lovely to see and I I'm just happy that, that he's moving forward. Tara, what was your viewpoint from the uh, opening kickoff when you watched Hines take it back? What were you thinking during that? Wow, I mean, I was just, I mean, it was spectacular, not to mention the second one, you know what I'm saying, like, he, <laughs> he really did his thing, you know, and uh, it's, a, it's a great, great weapon to have. Just before the game started, we got our first look at DeMar, he tweeted out a photo, have you guys seen this photo, you know, no? I haven't seen it yet. So he tweeted out a photo from the hospital, the heart shape and heart, just to, to know that he was putting that out right before the, the game and, you know, saying it's game time and, and 
think of you guys and, and just showing the world uh, how he's doing right now. What, what does that say about him? I mean, <clears throat> it, it, it speaks on his character. Um, you know, all that he was going through, man, to still be able to, to show us that support, still be able to, you know, to let the world know that he's still in tune into the game, man, it means a lot. Because this, this game is bigger than us. Uh, it's bigger than one man out there. And, um, you know, just to see that and just to see that, you know, our brother is still riding with us, man, through all that he's been through throughout this whole week. I mean, it means joy to, joy to my heart, man, just to know that, you know, he's still counting on us, man. He's still supporting us. And, um, I mean, that's what more can you ask for? Uh, there's nothing that we can hang our heads on, man, because he's battling. You know what I mean? He's battling. He's been been in a constant battle. And, uh, I mean, definitely very emotional, but, you know, tears are, for, tears are for healing, man. So, you know, a lot of guys healed through that. A lot of guys, you know, got stronger. He got stronger. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, man, just to know that he's doing well, I mean, that goes way beyond the game of football. Jaron, was there an interaction with, with the Patriots at all regarding this situation? <coughs> I mean, you know, it's a big game. It's a huge game. Fierce rivals, but was there interaction about Demar specifically? Uh, not not for me. I mean, maybe for some other players. I mean, when I came out to warmups, I saw that they had their uh, Demar shirts on, and obviously, you know, when when we saw what we saw on Monday, like it touched everybody. You know, every every football player around the uh, around the country. So I know I know that they were praying for him. I know the whole league was praying for him. So it's just it's just thankful that that. We all have the ability to do that and, and, and represent them the right way. Jerry, just curious what this week was like for you in addition to everything going on tomorrow, you also going through concussion protocol. What, what was this week kind of like? I mean, I, I felt fine. You know, I, I went through a concussion protocol, but, you know, I just felt like it wasn't really about me. You know what I'm saying? It's about it's about tomorrow right now. That's, that's something bigger than, than football or me playing or not. So I just felt like I felt fine, and I just want all to focus on him. There's some concern that maybe you guys could be I feel like I mean we're resilient, man. That that that's that's the biggest biggest word I, I could put in into us right now is that we're resilient. And uh, I mean, there's been other situations, obviously none to the to the magnitude of, of Demar, but there's been other situations that we've had to go through and, and and been through. And I feel like that only makes us strong. Do you think the the tension was broken through at some point during the game? And if so, when? Or, or do you think you guys played the whole time just a little bit hesitant? Uh. You know, it's hard to speak on. You know, obviously, <clears throat> everybody was affected by it. Um, you know, but I think that opening kick, just to see, you know, how God works, man, that was definitely, like, it was crazy just to witness. And, um, you know, so I know a lot of guys were probably battling through a lot of stuff throughout the whole game, but, you know, I was just glad we was able to do it for DeMar. So when you just asked about that opening kickoff, what did it do for you personally and for the team I say, I mean, it just gave us juice. You know, what I'm saying, it just gave us that that extra push. You know, we gotta uh, we gotta go out there and play. You know, so that was huge. And uh, anytime you score on special teams, it's a it's a huge lift up for the for the defense, for the offense, for the whole team. And and we needed those. You mentioned it's different for everyone. What was the first defensive drive like for you specifically? Of just kind of obviously a huge electric start to the game, but then just going out there. You know, to be honest, you know, I, I don't even want to put the focus on me. Uh, you know, obviously it was it was emotional. Um, but, you know, just the back of my mind is wanted to do it for Lamar. I know, obviously, as a team, that's, that was our focus, and, and I'm glad we was able to get it done. You looking forward to playing Miami, quote-unquote, the third time this year? 
Yeah, yeah definitely. Three again. Definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, um, take my hat off to Dean. Um, you know, he didn't blink once his name got called. Um, showed it throughout the week with practice, film study, and just communication across the board. Um, you know, I got trust in him. Um, that's that's the main thing about when you step out there, you know, with somebody filling the role. <clears throat> and, um, you know, Dean's been here before, man. You know, he's a great leader, great teammate. Um, you know, he didn't blink. He was helping out the young guys when he first got here. Um, now that his role, you know, obviously, you know, is, has been expanded, um, you know, he didn't blink. And uh, like I said, I take my hat off to him, and that goes the type of person he is, just being able to step in and, you know, being able to play in big-time games like this and, you know, not losing the step. So, you know, definitely take my hat off to Dean. Yeah, um, you know, just the way Coach McDermott handled the whole situation, man. Um, you know, it's top-notch leadership. Um, you know, to, to do some of the things, to make some of the decisions that he made, um, I know it's not easy for no man. And, um, I mean, I'm glad to, you know, to call that man my coach, you know what I mean, just to rally behind him and just to see the type of leadership that he showed. Um, you know, obviously he showed some emotion, but to still be able to get us prepared to play this football game, man, is, you know, you couldn't ask for anything more. Yeah, I think it's tough. Um, <clears throat> in particular, you know, just being on the field um, and, you know, just knowing that it could really happen to any one of us. Um, it was definitely tough, but <clears throat> through all of that, man, I think more of the focus was more so on making sure that Mar was okay rather than you know, worrying about the, the, the long-term effects about about us. Um, I think it was just more so making sure that he was good, and that's where our focus was at. And that's where a lot of our mindsets was at, just checking in. And, you know, getting those constant updates was definitely, you know, a side relief for a lot of us. Jermaine, care to talk about, care to talk about the way your teammate Taron Johnson played today? <clears throat> Got my dog up. <laughs> man, Taron is a baller, man. He's a dog for sure. Um... You know, we came in together, man, and since day one, uh, I already knew that. You know what I mean? He turned the film on, he flying around, physical. Um, like to call him a linebacker myself, man. But, you know, um, <clears throat> made a lot of big-time plays for us, a lot, of, a lot of physical plays for us, and, you know, I expect nothing less from him, man. I take my hat off to him, extreme hard worker. Um, we, you know, even time in the film room, stuff off the field, man, just a better teammate. And, you know, when you have that connection off the field, it just makes it 10 times better when you're on the field playing with your brother. So, you know, definitely a baller, man. And, you know, I wouldn't want to go to war with nobody else. While you guys had to work through that difficult week, we didn't get to see you much this week. Was there any kind of phrase or certain words um, from Coach McDermott or from anybody that you guys shared as a team that helped you get through it at any point? I mean, I can't necessarily. I mean, we, we prayed a lot. I mean, that's, that's probably the biggest thing I can say about us is that we prayed every day for uh, DeMar and look how God works. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, we're just blessed that uh, that he's that he's working and, and, and we want to keep moving forward. Okay. All right. Thanks, y'all. Thank you. Thank you.
Coach Gray, what was that uh, first play of the game like, watching that on the sideline? What were the emotions like and what was going through your head? You said the first, excuse the, me, I'm the sorry. Opening, yeah, the opening kickoff. Uh, seeing, seeing Naheem running back, yeah. uh, I mean, Naheem is a guy that, you know, works extremely hard at, you know, fielding the ball and just working on, you know, fielding it and making the first cut and getting vertical. Um, I mean, every day after practice, he stays out with, with, uh, with, with, with Coach Smiley, the special team coach, and catch balls for like 45 to an hour. I mean, this guy's he's really dedicated to his craft. So seeing him break, break the runs, he break, broke today, uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't a surprise because the guy works at it is extremely hard. So. Josh said it was spiritual. Did it feel like more than – just a football play? Did it feel like it was something else? Oh, for sure. I mean, then you the, the emotions of just of what we experienced for the last week, and then the emotion of um, the beginning of the game and all that, and for him to come out and give us a boost like that in the first, in the first, in the, on the first play with emotions so high, uh, it, was, it was it was big, and uh, it, it took us through. How about the emotion after your interception, your first one since last season, to make such a big play? in a game where you're trying to honor your teammate and you were able to do so with, with a big play? Uh, I mean, uh, Coach Frazier did a great job of, you know, calling a great call in a great situation. And, uh, you know, those guys up front did a great job of, you know, getting out to the quarterback. And he, he sort of threw it up, and I was in a perfect position. So I just caught the, caught the ball that, that was able that came my way. Uh, Coach, Coach Frazier always preaches, you know, taking advantage of the opportunity to come your way and catch the ball that come your way. So uh, I was able to catch the one the one that came, so uh, it, was, it was a good feeling. I feel to make that play in a game where you're trying to honor your teammate and you're able to come away with a play that changes the game like that? Uh, I mean, anytime you can get a, uh, a takeaway in the red zone, it, it counts for two in our room. So uh, I think that uh, it, it, was a, it, it was a big play. Uh, it, was, it was a play that our team needed in a big time moment, and it was fortunate for me that I was in a position to make it. Dean, can we talk about a uh, uh, position that you were in to play in DeMar's absence? Um, you know, we, we preach, you know, next man up mentality. Um, and, you know, I've, I've been able to be with DeMar for the last, uh, I'll probably say 11 weeks, um, and just watching him grow each day. Um, and, you know, in my mind, it wasn't about me. It was about playing for him, uh, everything that I can do uh, for him to watch and just be proud that the guys in the, in the back end are doing their job. Um, so at any point in time, you know, I know I got to do my job, and, you know, it's, it's the league. So... Next man up mentality, and um, I go out there and play for my brothers. You know, what was this like, week like for you, kind of balancing, knowing you're stepping in for Jamar, and also like every all the emotions and everything that was going on? What was it like for you? Uh, it was it was up and down, you know, just you know we're in the same position, and uh, for me to fill in, you know, and, and do the job and get the job done, uh, you know, we're human. We're just in the back of our mind thinking about, hey, like you know, this situation. Can be a little bit bigger because I'm filling in for him. Um, but I kept even even ground, and um, with the support of my teammates and coaches and and, and family, uh, you know, they just said, "Go out there and do what you do. Uh, this is not your first rodeo. You know, you, you're here for a reason. And uh, go play ball." As what was the mood like in the post game locker room? Post game locker room. I mean, it's just it. We got to win, um, and it's hard to get 13 wins in this league. You know, each year, you know, it's it's real, it's real difficult. And we just on to the next. Uh, got the got the dub, and you know our minds are in a, in a right a right place, um, knowing that Demar is, is healthy as well, and uh, and we just we said on to the next. I mean, I, I don't, I can't even really tell you what else other than that. Was there a moment where the anxiety of the week washed away, or you felt like you snapped out of it, or is it still with you even as you got through the game? 
Uh, I, I think that um, we we as a team and a in a unit just you know I, we're like Dion said earlier in the week you know we're human you know we're we're not superstars and all that things and we we just feel like at a point in time we we're very sensitive to to what went down um, and it to be a part of our family is a little a little uncomfortable but you know we're we're built for times this team is built for times like that and uh. All we think about is just picking one one another up and playing for each other. Trey, what's it like to see Demar on FaceTime after the game and just to talk to him and be able to rehash the win with him? Uh, I mean, this this week has been excuse me, like it's been a shit show, man. I mean, just just for for it for something like that to happen and for it to happen like that and for. It, the chances of stuff like that happening on a football field is just like you never see it, and then for it to be one of our one of our brothers, and then for it to be in our room, in our DB room. Um, I was just telling somebody the other day, uh, our DB room is sort of like like my college DB room was. Like we're so connected, and and, and like we hang, we hang out outside of the field, and football never come up most of the time. So anytime you have a bond with, with, with guys like that and to see something like that happen and for me, I know to see it to see all everything transpire from the hit to him getting up to him falling to his to everything, it's just it's just something that uh I, I can't get I can't unsee. Uh every time I close my eyes I it, it, it replays. Um I try watching T V and every time the T V go on commercial that's the only thing that comes to my mind, just the vision of that. So it, it's been a tough week, been a tough week for our whole team, but it's not about about us right now. It's about Demar and his and his family, man, and just what they what they had to go through. His mom and his dad being right behind our bench and witnessing that their son go through that, man. It's just it, it, it's it's tough, and uh, hopefully we we'll never have to go through this again. But uh, Demar is he's one of the most Resilient, like honest, and just pure people that I, that I met, and um, it just shows what type of person he is. So we got a text from Demar uh, yesterday morning around two 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 thirty two thirty one in the morning, and for him to text us, and what he said was, "I'm thinking about y'all. I'm sorry that I did that to y'all," and for him to check on us. When he's the person that's going through what he's going through, man, that just shows what type of person he is for him to check on us in a situation like that when he's the one that's going through it. So it just shows what type of person he is, and hopefully we can just get him back. I just I just want to hug the shit out of him because in the in the meeting room he's sitting like two two seats two seats away from me, and uh, every time he come in the meeting room, T Weezy. <laughs> so I can't I can't wait to hear his voice. And, able to touch him and, and just hug the shit out of him and, and hear that again. So uh, we miss you, man, and uh, just get back to us. But uh, it's been it's been a hard week. It's been a hard week. Trey, says, how emotionally prepared do you think this team was to go out and play for DeMar today? It's, honestly, I mean, it, it, I don't know how some of us did it, uh, just because some of us had a different view of, of of what went on and and that that is traumatizing and like I, I was telling someone earlier like I've seen traumatic things in my life just growing up where I grew up at and just 
in the environment that I've, I've, I've been raised in, but I, I, it was always the end result of me walking up and seeing it, but it was never a time where I saw every event, everything transpiring to the end, so that was, it's, it's, it's tough, man, so. Uh, That's all, thanks guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island jam like you're all in the same garage Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This is the the dolphin's baby. Okay. I know that story, but don't worry about it. 2019. 2019. That's amazing. How you guys doing? Y'all gonna talk to us? Okay. So Snowman, uh, just tell us how big of a win was this today? Uh, you know, with everything that we have gone through as as teammates and as players and as fathers, um, this this was a huge week. So 
I usually like sugarcoat it and I say, oh, it's just another win. But but this one was was extremely special. Uh, it was extremely special coming into it. We understood that uh, we had to just get the job done and uh, we're and we're blessed. Three and was with us and uh, it's a huge win. And any time that we can win in this league, it's huge. So, you know, we, we take it for what it is. Josh called that opening kickoff return spiritual. Talk about it. What were your emotions as you see all that transpire as you're yeah. getting ready to go out on the It was, you know, things like that just, just don't happen, you know, and that just shows you that, that, that God is real. And for that to start that game and like that, we were all like, all right, something is scarily weird, but uh, it's it's a it's a strong energy, and uh, this team is just full of love. And you know, from the angels like that have been watching us, and Deham Spirit, and and all of those prayers, like it just seems like it's just overflowing to each and every one of us. And uh, it was it was a special moment, and he did it twice. So you know, it's a it's a it's a unique thing, but you know, I'm glad that you and noticed it and are aware of it because God is real. Miss your thoughts. I mean, not only just as a football perspective, you go out and then you have this kind of shock that, to the system like that. Um, it was such a tone setter. You could feel how you know how palpable it was in the stadium. Uh, it did feel almost like a. It was so surreal. Um, really, trajectory. You know, the trajectory of that was was paramount for us, and uh, the, the crowd was into it. The team, you know, it really interjected a lot of energy. Uh, and like Dion said, to see that twice. Um, you know, I think Naheem is, you know, he's, we've always known he's a special returner, but that was, I mean, that was a career game for him, and, and it could have happened for us as a team at a better time. On a typical day, you guys win, you wrap up seating, it'd probably be a pretty exciting locker room. What are the emotions in there after a game like this? Yeah, I would be lying to you if, if it wasn't, we're a little emotionally frazzled. I think the come down, uh, it's going to hit guys differently. For sure. Um, but it was such a, it was such a thankful locker room, and, uh, you know, it was it was it was it was just unique. If there was any stiff, stiffness, anxiety, nerves going into this game, even as you've seen Demar improve in his condition, did that first play snap you out of that? Are you still in any kind of funk? You know, how are you guys feeling throughout that game, trying to get in a rhythm, knowing what just happened? I, like I like 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 truly think. Um, can I answer this and this question, please? Okay. Can I, can I have like 30 seconds? Okay, thank you. Um, I, like, I think that with being a, a professional athlete, um, like you learn how to adapt to your situation and you learn how to, you know, build the, the pieces of your environment to make the player and to make the, the individual. And uh, when, you know, drastic things ha happen, uh, you just have to kind of, Take it for what it is, and just try to adapt the best scenario. And uh, the emotions fly. The emo like the emotions go up and down. I got you, baby. I promise, okay? And uh, it just it just goes. But you know, like when you have great teammates and you have guys that you can lean on, um, it it just makes everything easier. And like guys like Mitch and our entire like locker room, like we have guys that we could just lean on and, and depend on that can just keep us up. And it's uh and it's showing. And the world sees it, and we see it from a from a closer in-house view. Mitch, um, how how uh, did Smoke and Josh connection shift the morale at that point in time of the game? Yeah, I think the cool thing was we had some explosive plays. Uh, first of all, you can see a guy like Smoke come back. Um, you know, he was 
he was such a presence in the locker room for so many years and then come back and it's just kind of seamlessly integrated back into his role. Um, and, and it was just really cool. It, when, when you have those explosive plays as an offense, um, it, it really, uh, I mean, it's just such a tone setter. And, uh, and the, the emotions run so high. Um, it was cool. It, it, it was just one of those really surreal things to see. And uh, he made such a good play on the football. Um, you know, Josh put it right in front of him, and Smoke did what Smoke does, and just you know, you know, just really took off. And uh, and you knew by the time the ball was there that there was no doubt that he was going to make that play. And um, we were happy to get off the field. Mitch, you guys have been on this emotional roller coaster really all season, highs and lows. Probably no more so than this week. But now that the playoffs are here, how prepared do you feel? to get a good week of preparation, and not to say at all that you're forgetting about tomorrow, but to try to really block almost everything out and, and get ready for the postseason. Yeah, we know that the postseason amplifies everything, emotions, uh, just kind of you, how you prepare throughout the week. Um, like you said, I don't think this is one of those things that you snap of the fingers, you, you forget. It's not fair to anyone. It's not fair to DeMar, and, uh, or us for that matter, to think that we can just kind of flip a switch and, and be okay from it. Um, I just kudos to the guys for really handling this as well as they possibly could. Um, you know, there was no script written for us. We just kind of were figuring out on the fly, and I thought guys did an admirable job. Picked up guys. Um, I know Dion picked me up a few times throughout this game, just kind of checking on me and, and, and vice versa. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll really lean into uh, somewhat of a normal week in regards to preparation and uh, and come out and, and really kind of put our best foot forward against the really team. You guys like there at the end after the uh, after the kneel down, you guys were all in the huddle and kind of looked at Mitch and said, Thank you. Is that a walk straight? Is that a plan? You're looking at the guy who understood it right here? Yeah. Um, I appreciate it, Mitch. Um, like, it just comes to a point where, where like, you just want to just just give credit for um, or give or give credit to what you have to give credit to. And, uh, and this world is filled with so much energy. So for us, you know, putting that three up for uh, DeMar, you know, it, like you can feel it, and we can feel it, and uh, we're just saluting our brother. And uh, it just came to a moment in the game where, like we said, we did this, and then you know we just gave him a salute, and that's really just just what that three was. It was just a salute to to our brother that we knew was watching every bit of this game, and uh, you know just bringing that connection through his TV screen to you know this stadium you know <laughs> Dion with uh, everything we know how close-knit you guys are how y'all hang together outside of this place how has this incident how has this week brought this team actually together just a, a more stronger bond that's a that's an emotional question move um, I like I think is you just take it for and what it is and situations like this just and remind you why life is so special you know, why, you know, in a split second, in any incident, like you could be jogging, like you could be playing football, you, you could be playing basketball, lifting weights, you know, like not any second is promised. And uh, for the situation that happened, it just opened up all of our eyes. Like it has made me become a better father. It has made me and become a better teammate, a better person um, to really just understand that you got to take life for and what it is, but you have to make every moment the best that you could possibly make it. Like we're all in here t t like together and we can't take this for, for uh, granted. 
you know, Mitch is my teammate, and I constantly tell him all of the time what I tell him, and I won't say it now, but I tell him uh, like a special thing every single day. And he always laughs, and he's like, why do you always say that, Dion? And it's because I just try to bring that, that height to his brain to just don't forget, you know, this is special. Like, if we have dinner tonight at, at, like at 7, let's all go. Because next week, we might not all be able to, to be there. And uh, it's a special thing, and it has strengthened us. And uh, we're going to take it, and we're going to use this strength for as far as we have to drive with it, you know. And we're going to use it as, a, as an energy source because it is here as we can all feel it. Everybody want to tell them. <laughs> I think some people saw what happened Monday night might have been thinking Buffalo again. Um, you had a, a racist mass shooting in this community months ago, just days ago. You had a, a deadly blizzard in this community. Do you got, and I, I've talked with fans who you know, say they turn to you guys uh, to lift them up when, when they're down. Did that to the pressure? Did that fuel you today? And, you know, what did they do for you this time? Yeah, like I said before, on that on that opening return, you just get you give a look at the crowd, and it was just different. And um, yeah, I think you brought up something about this community, just this resiliency. Uh, I've never seen anything quite like it in a span of eight to ten months. It just um, you know, from one thing to another, and then as a team, you you I don't know if we feel like we're someone to look up to, but we're here to, to give support when we need to and just do our job and hopefully doing that is, you know, it gives you an escape in any way. Um, I think that's one thing that we, we lose sometimes is that, like Dion said, uh, not every day is promised in this league or in life in general. And uh, the opportunities that we're able you know, to, to play this game and to continue into January, it's, it's not lost upon us as a team. and. Uh, it's just, you know, I, I've, I've always felt this has been the best place for me in Buffalo, and this community has just been, I think, just remarkable through all of this. And, uh, but I don't expect anything different, you know. And uh, you, you don't want to take them for granted because they're always just so top-notch. But, um, you know, this whole season, it's just been kind of a doubling down on that. Mitch, you used the word. Last you one. You used the word on script a bunch of times today, last week. If someone told you what was going to happen on the opening kickoff, kind of felt like, that was scripted. Would you have ever believed that even this morning? Uh, you'd like to. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, that's a great question. Um, you, you like to envision every game starting off like that. Um, but it's been great. I just want to say uh, thank you to Delilah for joining us. <laughs> it's been top notch and just been helpful. And uh, yeah, just like this, it's, been, it's just great to have family around. I think you, you know, everyone can attest to that. And it's just. Uh, this has been a light to our press conference. Thank you, Delilah, for joining us. You've been so good. How old is Delilah? She's she's three. Three. Yeah. Miami in 2019. Dion gets a call. Probably when nine, ten o'clock before that, that Saturday, we're down there. Mm -hmm. We see him. We go to bed. We wake up, and we found out that not only between that he had gone, gotten a plane, gotten up here one or two in the morning shared this moment with him and his gal, introduced her to the world, and then came back at 9 o'clock and played a game. And uh, that was, I don't know if that was probably not, but that was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. About right. And uh, and look at her now. Well, <laughs> <laughs> appreciate you guys. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
And, uh, you know, we, we've had so many prayers and so much support. And uh, be able to start the game off like that, it's, it's amazing. I even talked to family and friends. I just said, look, we're going to be ready today. Our boys are going to play spirited. And uh, just being around all those guys, even though I have not been here so, a long time, it even motivated me. And uh, you, you've seen, like, we have threes on. I had three on my five pads today. It's, it's been amazing, but all that was for him. And I'm, I'm happy for the things that happened to me, but I was spirited. I felt like he was out there with us. Were you amazed at yourself when you returned the second one for a touchdown? Yeah, you know, uh, I ha- I've had two in one game in Indy, but uh, and it's punt returns, but on the, on the kickoff return, I definitely was running down the sideline. I looked over and saw nobody, and I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> I, might, I might really be gone here. And uh, that's really just a shout-out to those guys. Both, kick- both kickoff returns for touchdowns, I think I barely got touched. That really just goes to show the other ten guys block it for me. Hey, you, you made the play. Josh called it spiritual for the first touchdown. At what moment, I mean, you're focused on your job. At what moment did you sense it wasn't just a big return and a big play? Or did you at any point, you know, once you got in the end zone, or what was that like? Oh, I knew I knew, it was, I knew about that way before the play even started. I knew this whole game, this whole week, even uh, Monday, I'm on CNN, I'm on local news, ESPN, everybody's talking about DeMar, and I just, you know, I just felt all the love and support. And, you know, everybody talks about family and football, but ever since I've been here, it's been about family. And the Bills Mafia is the best fan base in this NFL, so in the NFL. So, I mean, I've, it's been, it was very, very spiritual, and it was way before I ever touched the field today. But as you're running, are you thinking about what the impact this had on your teammates? I mean, they all talked about it, like what it did for them. <laughs> oh, I was running? Yeah. Oh, I was running. I was just trying to get there. <laughs> and then when I was getting I was thinking about celebrating with my teammates. And, uh, you know, as soon as I crossed the goal line, I, I thought in my head, like, wow, like, this is our first time since Cincinnati. Like, there's no – there's like, it's I'm speechless. And I can't believe, you know, I'm so thankful it was me to, you know, bring that juice. But it, it's it's way bigger than me. And that's what I always thought about, and that's what I felt all day. It was just bigger than me and bigger than those 10 guys that, who did a great job of blocking for me. Is Deion Sanders strut at the end of the second one? Uh, have you ever done that before? Yes. <laughs> I did that on my second part return against Carolina in 2019. I guess I used to wear 21. Uh, you know, I just prime time shoddy. I just call myself that sometimes. So I mean, I just was very, very spiritual with prime time shoddy. My friends didn't say that about me. I used to wear twenty one. So I mean, you know, Jordan has it, and I probably will never get twenty one again. But you know, I still can high step for uh, you know Dion. On that first play, on that first play, without what happened to Demar, without thinking about Demar, does that first play happen? Uh, I think so. Uh, you know, all year, I feel like um, <clears throat> on kick return and punt return, I feel like we've been close. I feel like I've been hitting it hard. Just been a step or two there. Uh, there have been a couple times I've slipped and fell on my guys. But uh, even uh, in the meeting, it's been hashtag free Hines. And, you know, ever since I got here, this transition has not been the easiest. But ever since I got there, those guys out there blocking on me, for, blocking for me on kick return and punt return have had my back. And uh, I've, felt spir- I've felt spirited since I've been here because I know there's 10 guys out there who believe in me. So I think uh, – I think this punt return, well, the kick return, I think it was long overdue. And I feel like all the guys out there would say the same. Do you think that shattered the tension this community has been feeling all week? 
I hope so. Um, you know, I, you know, in Cincinnati, you know, we learned that, you know, football, you know, a lot of us, you know, we say football is life, but there's so many things that are bigger than that. And, you know, it's just a game. So I'm hoping that, you know, just within this game, it brought life to a lot more than just myself in this community, but just everybody else in this world. Naheem, were you surprised that they kicked it to you after the first one? <laughs> they continue to? I was surprised. I was surprised uh, after the first one when they kicked it to me, but the second one, I knew they were going to kick it to me. So, I mean, it's just, uh, it happened. I mean, I, I returned two for a touchdown in, in Indy, and they kicked it to me again. So, I was hoping I got another chance. I was hoping I was going to get another opportunity after that. Did you kind of get a chuckle, though, when they kicked one out of bounds? And <laughs> gave it ball to the 40-yard line? Uh, you know, it was great. You know, my job is, you know, I feel I take a lot of pride as a punt returner, kick returning, and flipping field position or giving the team great field position. So, uh, that was, for me, I, I chuckled a little bit, but I think it, I just did my job and, you know, secure great field position. Did you see everybody go and tell you that DeMar was tweeting about your plays? No, I didn't know till after, but uh, I actually just saw them and, uh, you know, big shout out to DeMar. Uh, you know, it's a, even him, he's been one of the guys who've been most vocal about, you know, telling me free highs. He's told me that every game. So uh, the fact that we could do that while he, you know, in his in his absence, it's honestly, you can't really make this up. This is, is wow. That was one of his tweets, free highs. See, we don't say it every day. Look, we don't say it every day in meetings for no reason. I'm glad it came true. It's a team sport, obviously, for what you could have done today for DeMar those two kick kickoffs return for touchdowns do you think you did everything you could for him today i hope so and uh if i did not i'll keep going until i i've done it but i hope i have done that and we got to win so i think we as a community i feel like we needed this win i feel like my brothers in that locker room we needed just you know some great energy and some great vibes and like we had to win this and even his dad said that he said like that's what demar wanted us they would want us to push forward and to win against new england would you have scripted it any differently would you have scripted it any differently? Who, for me? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like today, absolutely not. I mean, I, I don't know how many times two, two kick returns in a game ever happened. So, uh, you know, I'm just thankful uh, God blessed me today. And, you know, the other 10 guys out there, they're, they're the, really the ones who should be up here. Now, he, Josh, Josh got here a minute ago. He broke down talking about what that play meant to him, especially as the new guy in this organization. What does it mean to you to make that kind of play, to have that kind of effect? Well, uh, like I said, I have not been here that long. So, uh you know, obviously, uh, I don't know DeMar as, as well as some other people, but I just remember what he's done for me. And uh, I remember when I was first here, as soon as I got here, I was in the tubs. He introduced himself to me, and ever since then, he's spoken to me every day. And, uh, you know, just somebody like that, and just being around him for eight or nine weeks, just seeing how the whole team rallies around him. He's a very, very great guy, one of the best guys in the locker room. I, I'm honestly just honored to be able to just, you know, have, have a breath with him. You know, and I think that's just what I think about. You know, I haven't been here long, and I know that, but I was there to comfort my guys and try to be there for guys. That's what I've been trying to do this whole week. Just uh, obviously, I'm not as close with them as other people, but I know that for my 111, for my job, I can support my brothers who know them, who are hurting a lot more than I am. And just I would, what I would say is I think that uh, every person deals with grieving differently, and uh, I felt like my job was just to make sure I could support my brothers. I mean, usually after a win like that, you guys wrap up playoff seating. It's usually a pretty boisterous locker room. We were happy, relieved. Uh, it was, it was great. You know, we didn't, we haven't played in two weeks really, and after the incident, it was, it was tough. But I think we've done a great job, and even Coach McDermott has done a great job of understanding us. Even throughout the week, they said, "Look, if you need a minute, just we'll give you a minute." So I think just you know everybody in this organization, coaches, general manager, and player down, we've all had each other's back, and I, I've, I have never seen anything like this since I've been playing football, and I love being here, and I'm so happy to be a Buffalo Bill.
Mikey, where does this rank for you in most memorable football games you've played in? Uh, I probably say it's right. It, I, you know, honestly, it's probably my favorite memory. You know, I, you know, I got traded in the middle of the year. It's been, you know, I've had a very interesting year. Just life's been up and down for me, and uh, you know, this is a big day for me too. You know, I've been just trying to get opportunities. You know, it's a great team, and I'm here late, so uh, I'm out there just trying to make the most of every opportunity. So I'm happy I was able to do that, and for a great team and a place I really wanted to be. Free Hans. Right. Hashtag Free Hans. <laughs> Thank you guys. Take care.
Okay, uh, good to get a win. Um, really appreciate the crowd, their support. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I thought the guys did a great job. Um, just, um, you know, what courage it took for them to go out there today and the way that they handled it. Uh, just very impressed, impressed by them and our team, uh, including all the staff. Uh, back and forth game, give credit to the Patriots. They, they had a good plan and did some really good things. And at the end of the day, we were able to get, come out with the win. And uh, really, really excited to watch Naheem with that opening kickoff for a touchdown. Um, happy for him and, and well executed there. So, um, at times yours. Coach, shout out to the game. How emotional, you know, this was going to be. Play to play. For you personally, what was that experience like and how overwhelming was it at times? Yeah, I mean, it's, it was, um, you know, like I said, going into the game, a lot of unknowns, just not sure how the players were going to handle it. Um, I feel like I had a pretty good control on how I was going to handle it, but, you know, you never know. Um, Again, just because it was a new situation for us, and we were all thinking of Demar and his family. Um, you know, it ha and then we come out with the first the first play there, and it's kind of surreal watching Naheem, um, you know, score. And and then I was more concerned. I guess it's just coach speak, right? But more concerned about the next play and, and the ensuing three quarters and how that was gonna, um, you know, be handled there. So, um, but again, our guys came in at halftime, made the adjustments they needed to make, and. And then, uh, and then we went, went the came up with the term one Buffalo. Do you think that the way that the community and the team is rallied together this season, you think that's exactly what they had in mind when they came up with that term? <laughs> I don't know. I, I think that um, I came up without, without, my, uh, without my help. So 
but I do th I do believe that 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 is uh, unique in this uh, with this team and and um, in this city, right? In terms of one Buffalo and the the synchronization, if you will, of the of the, uh, of the team, uh, as well as the Sabers uh, and the other professional sports teams that we have here and, and the fans. Um, it's very unique that way. Coach, how many seats? Uh, in that play, um, we were watching the press box, and we saw the camera in a tight shot of your face. You looked stunned. You, you almost had no expression. Right? What was going through your mind? Yeah, I, I um, to be honest with you, you know, you, as a coach, I guess, as a head coach, you think about the coin toss and what you're going to do and all that stuff in the days leading up to the game, and then, and then obviously they won the coin toss, and um, you know, to be honest with you, I thought before in the days leading up to the game, wouldn't it be special if we could take that opening kickoff? Mm -hmm. uh, and then when it happened, I was just like, I wasn't. Uh, respectfully, I wasn't surprised. I, just by the way the week's gone, um, and then for that to happen, it was like kind of like you know, to God be the glory, number one, and then just like what else, right? What else? But and not honestly, also not surprised by our guys with that. I mean, it's like it's like that that was they were set on doing that, you know. So um, just a good moment for everyone. So, Coach, how many things, how many seeds you think was planted today, and did you feel the guy above's presence today out there? The guy above me and God. <laughs> God, yes. Sir. Oh man, yeah. I mean, I mentioned that the other day, and um, um, you know, that's why I'm here, and uh, I, I believe that. I believe things happen for a reason. Um, like I said the other day, I'm a man of faith, and. Just fun to watch and be around a good group of people that um, work so hard um, towards a common goal, and and they care so much in this case about Demar um, and all their teammates. So it's yeah, like I said, um, you know, God is so good, and I believe uh, obviously an unfortunate situation, but God um, has shown Himself through this situation in so many ways. Coach, just in the last year. This community has gone through a racist mass shooting just days ago. There was this horrible blizzard. turned out to be very deadly. Right. Talk to the fans here who say they turn to the Bills to lift them up when times are tough. Yeah. This past week, was it the other way around? Was it the community lifting you guys up? Yeah, I mean, um, like I talked about that being in sync with your fan base and the fan base being in sync with, with your team, I think that's real here in, in Buffalo. And, um we lift each other up. That's what we do, um, and uh, we need them like they need us, and, and we feel strongly about that. And I think when the players feel that is when, really when it goes to another level. That that, in, that intimate connection with from the fans to the players, and the players to the fans. Um, uh, again, I think that's that's when it gets to a special level, and, and our players have that, and our fans have that. And I mean, to come out there today. Um, I think it's Zach Brown who's got that song, Family Table. And, um, you know, being at home, um, being at home today was like we were coming together as a family um, in that stadium. Um, and they supported us, and, and hopefully we gave them a couple things to cheer about also. Could, could a win, even a Super Bowl win, top this? Uh, right now, honestly, I appreciate where you're going with that. But um, 
focused on one game at a time right now. Player said Demar was on the phone with you guys post game, broke yeah. down the, the team huddle. Yeah. that like? Yeah, it was great. Um, you know, the the power of technology anymore that you can, um, you know, FaceTime a guy and he can, they can see him, they and he can see us and. Um, for him to break down the team, I thought was pretty cool, also, and um, you know, we can't wait to see him. Sean, Sean, how did you? Um, when did you guys know for sure that Demar was going to be able to watch the game tonight? Well, I'll just speak for myself, Catherine. I knew um, I had texted with him last night, and he texted me this morning and said he would be watching and, and locked into it. So, um, for me, um, that was confirmation, my first confirmation, but. Uh, I guess I kind of, uh, just based on his progress, I kind of figured he'd be, um, he'd be able to watch it. Sean, how did you think that Dean did stepping into the lineup under those circumstances? Yeah, um, I thought he did some really good things. You know, his rapport uh, with Jordan back there uh, looked like they were working pretty well in tandem and communicating and everything. So, um, you know, just overall, big picture wise, I thought he did some really good things out there. John, you said you it looked like on the TV that uh, John Brown gave the ball like touchdown <laughs> to Denny. Did, did you see that or hear about that? I heard about it. Yeah, I didn't see it. Um, but I, again, you talk about the the people quotient, and we've got good people, and and our players are are um, guys that do things the right way. And for that to be on John's mind, I mean, I don't know John's numbers uh, over the last year and a half, just overall in terms of what passes he's caught, what touchdowns he's caught. Um, but for him to make that play, number one, I mean, this is a guy that hasn't played in a number of weeks. And uh, that was that was a difficult, difficult play to make. And he made it. And, and then to have the wherewithal to go to the sideline 15 seconds later and, and hand the ball to the trainer, I think, uh, says a lot about who he is. Sean, you said you were thinking about him in the week leading up. If you had won the toss, what would you have done? Deferred or take <laughs> uh, We were going to defer. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that to you guys. <laughs> Sean, uh, any thoughts before the week of, I know it's a playoff week, so it's tough, but any thoughts of maybe getting back down to Cincinnati and seeing tomorrow the next day? You know, from, um, I'm letting everyone else let me know on that, and um, we'll do the right thing, um, I th and I think we'll know uh, in the next uh, couple of days here what that is, and that's really the important thing for us is to, to do the next right thing and uh, whatever that is for DeMar, um, that's what we'll do. Sean, Trinidius uh, told us that DeMar texted them last night at 30 in the morning and said he was sorry for putting you guys through. What does that say about the guy that's in the hospital then who's apologizing to his teammates and the rest of you? Yeah. Um, not surprising. Um, Emotional to hear that, um, but not surprising because of who Demar is and how unselfish he is, and and what a great person he is. I mean, you guys see the pictures of Demar, and he's got such a special smile and kind of that um, that twinkle in his eye when he looks and he smiles, and he just brightens up an entire room. So he's just a special person, and so it doesn't surprise me that he would think of others before thinking of himself in that way. And then with Trey himself, very emotional. I don't know if you saw his comments yet. Fought through it this week. You know, he said he can't wait to just hug him. Yeah. What's it been like just, you know, he's a leader of your team, just seeing him going through this this week? Yeah. Um, that, that, again, all these traumatic events are, are somewhat different, right, because not you know, very few are, are the same. Um, and I think for those guys, our players, 
being on the field when that unfolded um, was a unique situation. And so then not only moving forward to play a game, but also them being in the game, um, I think was an added dimension. And uh, and I should go back to the other que- the other comment or question about Demar. Like Demar should should in no way, shape, or form feel feel bad or or apologize for him putting his teammates through this. Um, I think we would all agree um, that God's hand is in this and has been in it from the first moment. And I think, and I should say this, when you watch how at times divided we can be as a country and a world, I I think the thing we all recognized this week was when people could put... um, love first and people first and come together how powerful um, this this country and this world can be for the good um, and the amount of love that they have that people can have for one another um, and maybe it took a sporting event for that to happen but I think that's a great example to all of us and, and we should continue with that moving forward. Coach, I know you've heard but uh, shortly before the game, just minutes before kickoff, uh, which you would have deferred, uh, the, uh, DeMar tweeted out a photo uh, to everyone, I know the team has been able to see it, but are you aware that? He, so I just, just to show you. So he put this photo out, so the world has been able to see this. Do you see him having the courage to share that? What goes through your mind? Man, you guys are really good. I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> um, showing me pictures now. Um, yeah. So I see that's his mom, and I can't tell is that his dad on the other side? Yeah. 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 Um, he's a, they're a special family. I mean, you know, I've gotten to know his parents now, obviously more than I did before, and what they've been through, his folks, uh, and the way that they handled it. And, and I, was, I was there, I know Brandon and Nate stayed as well, and then Tabani, I mentioned Tabani, he's still there. And, um, and so, I guess my time's up. Um, and so, to watch parents, and I, and I have children myself, um, Nobody wants to go through that. And to see how strong they were um, was impressive, um, extremely impressive. And they love their son. Um, so um, we support them as well. Coach, did you, know you, you say anything different to players last night to get them to relax so they could sleep? Just... Yeah, I just tried to keep it honestly. It's probably my shortest uh, night before um, talk with them was just um, – you know, have the proper focus that we need to have, and and just take it one play at a time, and and do your job. Nothing, nothing less, nothing more. I think the tendency possibly would have been to, I got to do this, I got to do that, and so I just wanted them to settle in and and just do their job, knowing that would be enough. I know you don't really so, like to use the word I that much. Um, you like to talk about the team because it's right. about that. But what do you learn about? I think more than anything, again, just sometimes there's no script for things, and you know you prepare to be a head coach, and you've got to learning from Andy Reid. You've got a big notebook, and and that acts as your playbook at times, at least through the first maybe year or so. Um, but um, when you get to situations like this, um, I really believe that God was showing us the way, and I think that that um, you know minute to minute. Um, is the right way to go about it. So, 
honestly, it's probably not the answer you're looking for, but that's how I honestly feel about it. Like, you know, you got to trust your gut and then ask God for the wisdom to to move this team and lead this team in the right direction. Coach, to see, you know, you were talking about the type of person that DeMar Hamlin is, right? To see kind of that curtain get peeled back and have the rest of the world see the type of person through a charitable work or, you know, whatever that may be, it's so easy for athletes to just be seen on a surface level and nothing further than that. What does that mean to you to be able to have the rest of the world see the type of person DeMar Hamlin is? Yeah. Um, I'm sure I speak for every coach out there that would want their the same thing in a you know obviously under good circumstances under better circumstances and situation for people to really see the true character of these athletes all of them um, because they are they're real people and they have real feelings and they have real lives behind them and and families so I think some of the as good as you guys are and some of the um, things that you put together to document some of the athletes lives behind and off the off the competitive field and and out of the competitive arena is helps with that and I think they they deserve that all right thanks guys. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.